0: Hey there, thank you for joining us for Six Degrees of Study, an uneducational podcast. Today we have Sarah Butcher, who is an Assistant Planner at Midcoast Council and is currently studying a Bachelor of Urban and Regional Planning at University of New England and is a current student at Tara's University campus. We want to show you how it's highly likely there's only six degrees of separation between you, the career and the life you want. This is the Six Degrees podcast.
1: Hey, Sarah. Hi, Donna. Uh, Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being our very first student to actually record a podcast. It's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Up, Up until this point, we've been checking in with people in the community that completed their degree perhaps quite a while ago, just recently, but they've all completed their degree. So they're talking about... You know, their study journey and where it's led them. Yep. So I'm very thrilled to welcome you as a, a current student. You've just enrolled with Tara University's campus to study through UNE and that's making us very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's been brilliant to be
2: um, not only studying but to have a base here where I can actually you know, be face to face with people. If I've got anything I need assistance with, it just makes it feel so much closer to home. Um, Distance education and the thought of doing it was very scary for me and did um, probably um, lead to putting it off for a lot longer than I thought. I would have taken the plunge maybe earlier if I had of felt more comfortable with it. Sort of having Tara University's campus closer to home, so yeah. it's it's huge. It definitely knowing it was in the pipelines and knowing that it was coming into the, to the area, um, definitely helped with my decision to study.
1: And it's quite interesting. We've now got our statistics. We've got around sixty people registered to study, which yeah. is exciting because it's growing every week. Yeah. Uh, but in those numbers, the majority are female students, yeah. and more than more than a quarter are in that thirty to forty age group. Yeah. So it's really interesting that I guess you're in a way the typical demographic of the typical student that yeah. is choosing to study. So. Yeah. You chose Bachelor of Urban and Regional Planning, yep. so why did you make that choice? Why that particular degree? Um, I became interested in town planning
2: when I was 19. I started working for Mid Coast Council in customer service. Uh, it was prior to the amalgamation. I was working at sorry, Great Lakes Council at the time um, and we only had customer service for the planning and building department. So I primarily worked in DA lodgements, uh, understanding the requirements for planning, subdivision, um, but I was very young. I was 19 and I was moved back home for family reasons. I deferred studying that I was doing a Bachelor of Arts because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And as much as I loved planning, I didn't consider it at the time as a a career path for me. All the planners were well into their 50s. We didn't have any young planners. It was very much a, um, a later life career choice. And I just didn't see it as an opportunity. And then my life went down the avenue that it's gone down. Um, and I got... A job again, working back with Midcoast Council after uh, having children and a few other career paths, basically back doing the same thing. I was in what we call the Building and Development Advisory Team, which is the stepping stone between the customer and um, the, the DA assessment team, I guess. Um, and I really realised that all of the knowledge that I gained when I was 19, I still had, and that came from a place of passion. I still had all that knowledge because I clearly loved it and wanted to do it. So I started thinking about studying. And then I started thinking, well, hang on, I'm a mum, I've got three kids, I've got a partner who works away, this is not not really an option for me. So I put it off and then I took the plunge last July and applied and there I am.
1: Yeah, and did you get support from your employer? I think a lot of people worry that the employer may not see it as a good idea to take further study. Did you get encouragement along the way?
2: I did get encouragement. It came in different forms. Um, It came mostly with people just identifying my passion and seeing that I loved what I was doing and that I I knew what my boundaries of my work role were, but I tended to take my... intrigue further into it in my own personal time and I would want to find out, you know, more information about why developments were going the way they were or what input was in them. And so people started saying, you know, why don't you study? Have you thought about studying? And then um, as I started to hear that more and more, I actually went to them and I said, look, I think I want to study something. A couple of people said, oh, look, you know, don't, it's, it's too much. You won't be able to take it on. It's, it's huge. And other people went, no, you'll be great. So I just sort of had to back myself and then I haven't gone down the avenue of like any financial support or anything um, at this stage. I know council offer it. They do support um, people in in the fields that they're working in, studying and and there is applications that you can do. I just haven't had the time (laughs) Um, but they keep suggesting that I need to go down that avenue so I found that they are very supportive.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. So um, UNE was your choice. Bachelor of Urban Regional Planning with UNE is quite highly regarded from what I understand. Yes. yeah, yep. They're one of the really respected universities yep. to be delivering that course.
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, everybody recommended that's where I would go. Yeah. Um, some of our senior planners, um, or oh, actually majority of the senior
1: planners all completed their bachelor through UNE. Right. Um, so it wasn't really even a thought process. And you're you're saying you're worrying about the time that it's going to take. How many units are you trying I'm to juggle? I'm doing
2: two units, but I'm going to do um, like a, like three trimesters, so I'm going to try to smash it out as early as I can. If I find that I'm struggling, I will drop it down, just out of respect to the children and making sure I can keep up with my workloads.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, But at this stage, I'm going really well. So, if I can keep managing
1: that. And and that's really respectable. Two units is a half load of a a full-time degree. And you're working full-time, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um... Are you you accessing the Tara University's campus space? Is that actually working for you?
2: Yes, it is. I haven't accessed it as much as I would like to. Um, We did have the flood, obviously. (laughs) Um, I have been emailing. I've got Marlo on email, which has been fantastic. I've had a very smooth journey so far with my studies um, I have only had one sort of issue that I needed to get some help with um, which was resolved thankfully with Marlo's help. Um, she was brilliant in just letting me know what avenues I could go down with communicating with the university if I wasn't having any luck via email, um, about the student grievance process with communication in relation to you know, courses and feedback that wasn't sort of being delivered. Um, but in terms of the physical space I haven't been as ple- present there as I would like to have been but my friend Jess who I I roped in here you know I, <laughs> I roped in to come and join me in there we're going to have um you know study nights next um well when everything sort of goes back to normal and everyone's sort of settled back in with sport and school we're going to do nighttime study dates there so yeah I'm fantastic
1: um there was something that I know you mentioned to me earlier about the feeling that you felt you were being selfish by taking on study. And I'm, I'm hearing that from quite a few people, a few people that we've done these podcasts with in the past. Yep. Um, and I can relate to that. I felt the same feeling while I was studying. Um, how do you, how do you overcome that, I guess? And how do you reassure people that it's okay to put yourself first? Cause yep. it's, yeah. I think it's funny when you mentioned the age demographic
2: um, in relation to who has sort of enrolled. And it, It does seem to be that there are um, a lot of, I know a lot of women who are either going back to uni now or wanting to go back, but they toss and turn with the decision at night over the fact that you know, you have this, I I refer to it as mum guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always mum guilt. It could be, you know, relationships. It could be, you know, commitments to anything else. You've got committees or anything. And when you've got an established relationship or an established family and home base um, where everyone's sort of assumed their positions and, you know, it can be really difficult to, you know, put your hand up and say, oh, hang on, I'm going to upset the apple cart. And, you know, I'm going to do this for me because I think, you know, you can tend to get into this role of sort of ongoing monotony in in life and you miss opportunities that you don't want to take because of you know fear of putting yourself first and for me it did definitely come down to what I classify as mum guilt because I thought you know the kids have got so many commitments that they need from me to whether it be sport or schooling or homework or um, you know just weekend run around that I thought where am I going to pull you know two to three hours a day for myself to study um but I did it and it, it's surprisingly manageable and so rewarding to, yeah. you know, feel like you've got something
1: for yourself. Like, and I think it'll be even more rewarding for your family as you move time. on through your studies, of course, and, and complete and, yep. you know, move into a, a really professional career. Yep. I mean, of course, the future is going to be better for, for yes. them. Yes, yeah,
2: huge. And, and for me, the career benefits um, – you know, are so worthwhile in the long run, Um, whether it be sort of a long career in local government. There's so many opportunities that it opens up for me and for my family in the future. But I've got a 13-year-old as well who's not particularly studious, so it's (laughs) really nice bribery with her. We'll go, hang on, you know, you're going to do your homework because I've got to do my assignment, so let's sit down together. So I also use it as a little... You know,
1: I'm doing it too, too, and that really works for our family. Yeah, and I think it's such a good example to yeah. s- to set. Like yeah. I just to set. Um, I found out when you know when my kids finished high school because they'd seen me studying, it, it wasn't to them a foreign idea to yes. go to university, where yeah. some of the others in their years weren't really taking that option. So yeah. I think it can set a good example sometimes. Yeah. And yep. and
2: yeah. I grew up. My mother was a, a school teacher, or she was and was a principal, and. Um, I knew she went to university, and I knew she had all these expectations on you know me and what I was supposed to do, and you know how, what the expectations with study and homework are. But I didn't see her do it, and I think that was different. I just knew what I had to do, but I think if I had have seen her do it and sit down and do it with me, my my attitudes and my appreciation for what how hard she was working would have probably made a bit of a difference. So I'm really hoping that pays off,
1: yeah. especially with my teenager. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will. Yeah. Um, and really, you know, it seems like it's going to take years at the start. I remember feeling like it was going to take me forever and it did take me a long time. But really, you know, as you're working and you're going along, you're still earning income. Yeah, You know, everything's still happening around you and yep. by the time you complete, you yep. you know, you've actually done it in probably yep. less time than what you imagine it's going to be yeah. at the start. Yeah. And I do yeah.
2: feel that the... um You know, when you see your children succeed, you get this sense of, you know, pride, and it's so great, but when you feel yourself succeeding, for me, submitting those assignments and and getting, like, results, I've never felt more proud of
1: myself, and it's a completely different feeling. I really would like you to share your results, because I just recall you were a little bit worried (laughs) about how you were going, and... And, and how, do, how have you gone?
2: <laughs> I have gone well so far. So I've had um, two high distinctions and a distinction. I've got one to submit and an exam to go this week. But I am yeah blown away with um, finding how I thought I needed to manage my time and that it's actually working and that I'm achieving um, yeah. amongst
1: work and parenting. So I'm really blown away with and I think you do always yeah. tend to doubt yourself a little bit. You know, I think it was before your first assessment was back, you were like, I don't know how I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was very nervous and I remember going to Milo, I don't know what I'm gonna do and I think I'm
2: gonna I don't know, I don't even know if I'm gonna pass and then once you get you know, that first one back. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it's not the number that you get back, it's the succeeding, it's even submitting it amongst the time and, and then it pushes you to do more. So.
1: Yeah, fantastic. And that's where that little bit of extra support can help. I yes. Guess, just having someone to go to and Absolutely. say... Absolutely. And somebody to celebrate it with.
2: I mean, yeah. the other thing is that when you're studying and you're studying in a family... You know, a lot of people don't understand what it feels like, you know, to study in that sort of academic situation and to have people that, you know, really get it and be able to say, hey, look what I did and, yeah. you know, just feel proud. It's, it's really nice. It's yeah. a nice feeling. It's its own little school community and you feel just like... And imagine, everyone really wants you to succeed. So yeah, so it's just such a
1: buzz for us. Like as we're getting these um, responses back from a few students now, it's like, wow, this is actually really happening and the support's really working. It's yep. really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm just keen to know, Sarah, you mentioned that you started off with an arts degree yep. straight out of school and then you had some time away and now you've come back to study. Yeah. And that's just that same story that we're hearing from so many people and that's what I really like to reassure to high school students. Absolutely.
0: They, they often
1: feel they've got to have it all mapped out, they've got to have exactly what they're going to do, that they can't change their mind, you know, once they're committed they're in it. So I guess what's your story? You start off with an arts degree and then… I, yeah, cannot… Cannot agree with you more. There,
2: um, I I enrolled to a Bachelor of Arts because I the expectation was I was going to go to uni, and everyone in my family went to uni, and that's what was going to happen. And I had no idea what I wanted to do, so I decided to enrol to the University of Newcastle in a Bachelor of Arts. I enrolled in just subjects that I was interested in that would continue on. Um, it I wasn't passionate about what I was doing. I was working full time as well. I got a full time job, just working in a bank in Newcastle. Um, Because I didn't love what I was doing, I wasn't committed to it. I probably wasn't – I was completing things but not not how I would have liked to. And I moved back to the area and transferred my degree to to distance education because my mother was not well. Um, So I moved back to foster and that's when I started – I was still studying the Bachelor of Arts while working at Great Lakes Council. And then sort of my job took over my passion and my uni sort of fell to the wayside. Mm -hmm. Um, So I deferred for a year and then – I ended up deferring for a second year because my mum was unwell. She did pass away um, and as a result of that we I decided that I wanted to transfer my degree to nursing mm-hmm. um, because I'd spent a lot of time in nursing. I had um, a boyfriend who was a nurse at the time. I was living with a house full of nurses at the time and I just decided, well, I didn't want to stop studying but I didn't know what I wanted to do so I then changed to um, a yeah, Bachelor of Nursing and... That just sort of fizzled out. I continued on and continued on with it just because I knew I had to, and then I got pregnant. Yep. <laughs> so that really stopped. Another the study. relatable story. <laughs> yes, that's right. So then I got pregnant, and then I got pregnant again, pretty much straight away, and and that was it. So I, I yeah. unenrolled from nursing, and I I just put uni on the back burner and thought, no, that's it. Now I've had children. It's it's gone. It's a, you know it's dead in the water, and yeah, it's not something I'm going to be able to take up again. And then here we are, six years later, and. It's never too late. and no. I actually know what I want to do now and I've said it a million times to people at work that until this point in my life, I never would have known that this is what I wanted to do but I've never been more sure about where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So, it, you know, it doesn't matter where you are or what age you are. Um, sometimes it just takes that life experience to decide what it is you want to do.
1: And I think it can make you a more well-rounded um, more confident student too in a way yep. you're not questioning so much like yep. you're just getting on and doing what you feel is right and, right. and confident enough to do that yep. so yeah um, like I'm saying a lot of our students are in that 30 to 40 age group a lot are women that are studying so I feel like we're really filling a niche there for that age group was which, which is really encouraging as well yeah, yeah. It's brilliant yeah. it's really nice to have the support well, thank you Sarah it's been absolutely wonderful to connect with you and hear your story and I'm as I said, I'm so excited that you're studying and that you've started on this journey with us and I can't wait till um, we get to the end of those years and, you know, you're wearing the cap and the gown. and I know, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. Yeah. So, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Donna. Thanks so much.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Six Degrees Podcast. This podcast is produced by Upbound Business Consultants and is brought to you by Tara University's campus. Based on the New South Wales Barrington Coast, TUC is a hub for supporting distance education study for university students with campus facilities, mentoring, postgrad career opportunities and more. If you'd like to share your story, you can send us an email at podcast at tarayuni.org.au and let us know your unconventional road to a degree. Until next time.